Are you excited? Are, are you enjoying the studio experience? I love the glitter on the walls. <laughs> There's no glitter on the walls. There it's is. foam. Look at the glitter on it. It's shiny, but it's foam. Is it episode 18? Did I get it right? Yeah, you did get it right. It took us 18 episodes to get our numbering okay without any issues when we start the episode. I am pretty sure we'll mess it up in the next one. Do you want to do something special for our 20th? Can't we just be happy about the fact that we got it right? Like buy me a gift? We're talking about the 20th now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. Today, in addition to talking about this topic, we're actually going to talk to some very, very cute little guests. Cute little vegan guests. Vegan guests, yeah, that's the important bit, isn't it? We're talking about veganism, of course, but we're going to talk about it as it pertains to parenting. And so we're going to be joined by a few parents and a few kids. We're going to tell us a little bit about what it's like growing up in a vegan household and what it's like raising kids in a vegan household. Um, yes, Hito, why are you raising your hand like a little schoolgirl? I'm asking for permission to speak. I think um, I think because children uh, absorb a lot of information at early stages in life, I think it's the best time to uh, explain to them how things work. And um, look, at the end of the day, every child is driven by what their parents do, right? I mean, even meat-eating children or dairy-consuming children like us when we were, there's there's no child in this world who comes out and be like, I'm going to eat this. They ha- they eat stuff that is usually cooked in the house, that their parents usually make in the house, uh, that the parents have grown up on. And then the kid eats it and then the kid decides whether he likes a particular flavor or he does not. So, um, and I know a lot of people who give um, a hard time to vegan parents saying that, oh my God, you're brainwashing your child, your child is too young. And it's kind of annoying because you're doing the same. You know, you... You are the you are the parent. You're obviously going to influence what your child eats and what your child does. And uh, why is it that if 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 you tell your child to drink milk or eat meat and that's okay, because the society accepted it okay, but when a vegan parent tells their child not to eat that or drink an alternative or eat an alternative and that's not okay and that's brainwashing. So I feel that it's great that we have these parents who who are talking to us today and. Uh, they have defied all the norms and they're out there uh, believing in what they believe in strongly and they're, you know, they're raising their children to be strong people with conviction and I think that's great. Yeah, and it's funny, right? Like we, we've talked about this on the show so many times as well and we experience it all the time, right? When we're out and about and, and stuff. We, we see it from our friends. We see it, I've seen it from waiters as well. Like you get this sort of uh, look or, or judgment from them about like, I'm sorry, <laughs> are you vegetarian <laughs> and or are you vegan? I, I'm still asked that question quite often, even by f- certain family members, I mean extended family, sometimes when I see them and they're like, so are you still doing that vegan thing? Right, and it's just kind of like, <laughs> excuse me. I think for me what was most interesting about these conversations was, you know, we sort of crib and complain about the fact that people around us treat us kind of differently. and then And then I'm looking at these parents who are not only it's not only about them, but it's also about their parenting styles and their kids and the amount of judgment they're seeing uh, from family members to be like, oh, how can you raise so-and-so? Or like, for example, one parent who told us that like every time the child falls sick, in- instantly the grandparents are like, see, it's because, you know, it's because you're, she's eating a plant-based diet, right? Like it's something, it's something so simple and so small, but uh, it would affect you, right? Like if you have to hear that every time your child falls sick, uh, that you're failing as a parent. 
we spoke to lizards. So they're from South Africa. For them, there was a lot of stuff that was coming from family. A, what are you doing? And B, why are you putting our grandkid through this? Which I thought was like super interesting. Um, I mean, of course, in her case, like she mentioned, they don't live with the grandparents. So it's, there's a little bit of a disconnect and she can sort of enforce it. Emily's right? Like her daughter, who's, who's just six now, is actually the strongest vegan in the house. And rest of the family, she's the strongest one that doesn't want to be eating meat. I mean, my husband's still struggling with it a little bit, but yeah, she's very adamant. Was she, was she raised vegan? Um, no, we're actually, I've been vegetarian for six years and turned vegan last year in May. And then I convinced my husband around September to get the kids to go vegan. And he's, I would say, 80% vegan. And you have a three-year-old son as well, I guess. Um, no, he's, he's nine. So he's, he's also doing really well. But I think, I mean, I don't know what he does when his dad goes camping with him. <laughs> but you, what, what sausages do you eat when you go camping? Vegetarian sausages. Can you t- um, tell the lady um, about the baby chickens that we saw? They was killing them. Where? On the wall and there was uh, to the boy. The girls like chickens was smashed on the wall and the boy one was being cut. Uh, did you watch a video or did you see it live? Watch the video. Yeah, watch that video too. It's very sad, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, we, we just love animals, right, Emmy? And since she was um, a babe, or since I can remember, three years old, what did you want to be when you would grow up, Emmy? Vet. Oh, high five. Oh, She's awesome. I think I'll bring my cat to you when you're a vet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't... Um, uh, my husband, if he didn't tell me, look, this is enough stray animals, we probably would have had the whole Dubai's stray animals in our house. Right, Amy? Do you, do you have a lot of animals at home? Uh, I have four, one at Sri Lanka. We have got one dog in Sri Lanka and then two dogs here and one cat and some fish. <laughs> wow. What are the names of your pets? Jesse. Buzzy and Sparkles and Woody and... Oh, who sparkles the cat? No, the dog Ash Lanka. Who's your favorite? My favorite is the three f- fishes. Why the three fishes? <laughs> we used to have orange ones, but our cat ate them. Oh, no. But the orange ones eat fish. Yeah, the orange ones were really naughty. They ate the other fish. Yeah. And then we took the orange ones out. And then the cat ate orange ones and... Circle of life. <laughs> Live action. That's called survival of the fittest. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your fish's names? Stripe and there is Butte and... Um, another fish. Uh, to be fair, that's a lot of animal names to remember. <laughs> I mean, I, I find it really fascinating. Like, even though we, I mean, you and me, is because we grew up in that kind of household and that kind of environment and culture, we actually had some level of awareness. And yet, I don't think at six I would have gone around saying, well, I'm vegan because I like animals. Yeah, but then that's where you give you give the points to the parent, you know, uh, to be able to to tell that child what exactly happens when you're consuming meat and dairy. You know, you you put them out in front of the truth, but not in a very... Um, or maybe like a destructive way. Like it's something yeah. you have to be, I mean, obviously like, you have I to be super I careful. Have to, I didn't have to be 13 and look at videos and be like, 
oh my god i have been contributing to this all my life without even knowing that i was doing it you know or whenever 30 or whichever age you just do decide to make that transition and um, it's kind of nice because when when your children nobody nobody uh, grows up and says i want to kill a chicken you know if you put a toddler in a room with a bunny or a chicken or a cow the first thing it will automatically do is cuddle it play with it right nobody will be like oh where's the knife i want to eat it i mean we, I mean, we see that even with like uh families that have pets cats and dogs as well the same thing right like i mean when they start growing up around those pets it's it's a very affectionate environment yeah yeah and even then like i'm i'm talking about a stage where there's no influence right i just take a random child and i take a random animal right i'll take the ch- most slaughtered animal today is the chicken if i take a baby chick if i take a a human baby and just put them together they'll play they'll play it's natural human instinct right and you got to use that because that's when the child under- looks at animals as friends and not food and this is what liz has done over here with her child she has gone out there and explained and so has alison they've gone out there and explained to them that animals are friends they're not food uh, you got to play with them and there are certain people out there who eat them and we don't want to be that those people because kids minds are very fluid and you know they they adjust to things much easier than adults do because they don't have that kind of ego or they don't have that thing that no this is all i know and i know this is correct uh, i think that's great it's it's kind of sad that there is judgment oh well but i guess every vegan has to go through that so yeah I, like i said I, i find it interesting because it's we see a lot of judgment ourselves when we're out and about um we we are still asking these questions so i can't even imagine like especially when you have like things like in-laws and and your own parents or or your in-laws who feel this kind of affinity towards their grandkids and feel that involvement and that's natural and that's kind of how the cycle works so then it's like okay look i mean you know you're doing these like quote unquote crazy things why are you subjecting my grandchild to it a lot of judgment a lot of yeah. i mean bad looks you get from other people and but that's i mean, i feel the same it's same way as i'm telling your child to let's eat meat i mean your child didn't have a chance to decide if they want to yeah. eat meat or not so it's the same thing if you go the other way around yeah yeah i, I was talking to a friend of mine last week and I was just mentioning you know yeah, we we're going to do this thing with the kids and all that and they were like wow and they're like okay what's well, so the a lot other lot of kids that are vegan and i'm like yeah well obviously there would be we've got a like a 3 year old coming and a, you know whatever so we've got some young kids and they're like wow they've just missed out completely they didn't even get a chance and i'm like i can see why right like because i understand i'm like yeah but the other way is also true right because i mean they can just go around and just say i mean how could my parents feed me animal products my whole life how could they yeah. i mean yeah so it's hard it's uh, yeah but it's what passes off as normal right what exactly. what seems like it's not normal yeah and we are at this moment i think yeah, a lot of people think we are the abnormal ones yeah, yeah. yeah we get so so many eyebrows we're like oh you're vegan so i created a vegan page um for children it's called um vegan kids dubai about 2 months ago it's mainly for moms a support group um for the issues that we spoke about earlier um other people that i mean just so that we can stick together and work out all the judgment issues we have and the the most issues we struggle in Dubai is other moms that um judge you so i think it's a it's a very important thing that, that we didn't have before it's a support group so that we can just stand together and work through these issues together yeah and i think i just joined the group uh, re- i think through you you uh, you added me on the group yes. and then i saw the numbers are quite huge like there are more people joining in and it's that's yeah. pretty active right and it's it's not as active as it should be but we'll get there and you know what's what's the most interesting part about this i mean because uh, because parents are raising their kids vegan at this early age 
you go up to a kid and you're like, hey, why are you vegan? Because I like animals. You can't argue with that. You can't tell a kid, no, what you're thinking is wrong. But adults do that to adults, you know? Like, oh, there is a reason that I'm on the top of the food chain. You cannot love the animals that you eat. You can love cats and you can love dogs. But how are you going to love chickens? They're meant to serve us. And and then it goes to, oh, if animals weren't meant to be eaten, then why are they so tasty and all that jazz? You can't go and tell this kid, this kid that, no, no, you're wrong. You can't love animals, you know? It's just... It's just natural. You know there is a compassionate kid out there who loves animals. What are you going to tell him? Stop loving animals. Go eat them instead. No. Uh, the other thing we were trying to assess about about the kids and kind of see what uh, what they were experiencing in school, right? So we were talking to them about uh, what's it like. Do, do your friends know that you're vegan? Um, is, is this something that comes up with friends? And I, I find that really interesting because it, uh, when you're six, seven, eight, ten, whatever, um, you know, like this is not necessarily the conversations you were having. I don't remember having any of these conversations, honestly, when we were that young, right? Like, between wanting to play and just not really occasionally like <clears throat> not really looking at judging anybody at that stage um, and so that was something also that came up where um, I mean you know uh, Liz was mentioning about Emily's as well how she actually used to go around telling people um, when she was younger that uh, no 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 I'm not going to eat animals or or as as she did with her teacher I think that's the biggest struggle having children at school like the teachers will tell them meat and dairy and all these things are so good for you and healthy and then they come home and they're just they're so confused so how do you how do you usually handle that i mean i've just said to her um in that case the teacher's information is not that updated <laughs> i mean what else can you say because i mean i think that's the i don't know what to say most most of the time because it's contradictory i mean what they learn what they have to tell the kids and then what we know is best yeah does she ever tell the teacher that that's... Yeah, no, she does. She, she's told her many times, right? I tell her meat is not good for her. She's like the teacher's pet. She always <laughs> tells the teacher that the meat is not good for you. She shouldn't drink milk and... Yeah. And we tell, tell them what is milk for? Baby cows. You want to go hug her now, don't you? I know. She's like a little warrior. Oh, she's a perfect child to have, man. I mean... On a very day-to-day level, like what are the what are these parents done to kind of help adjust, um, you know, their kids to this different lifestyle? Because obviously, now in both cases that we spoke to, uh, it's a recent change for them. So in Liz's case, okay, she's been vegetarian for a little bit longer and then vegan since last year. Um, Alison's case was the same thing; it's been since last year. Both the kids are about six, so um, you know the kids are used to a certain style. As a, even 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 something as simple as cereal, right? Like we talked about cereal quite a lot somehow uh, uh, during the show. And this is challenges we have faced, right? Like in terms of like, oh, how do, what do I do for breakfast? Crap, like I've been eating eggs every day and I, I just suddenly don't know what to do for breakfast because I'm only eating bread now, which is crazy. Oh, I never had that issue. I don't eat breakfast. Be like me. <laughs> that could Kill be one yourself. Way. Well, yeah, but when you grow up. But when you're, when you're a growing kid, you know. Yeah, my, my, my breakfast was primarily vegan and unhealthy, but that's a story for some other day. From, from when she was born, she, oh, when she began to eat, she only ate chicken and fish out of force and I'm Christian which means we have all we used to have all the animals on our on our Christmas table from the turkey to the suckling etc so uh, she never she refused red meat and in, on a, in the Goan side of the family they were like try to make her eat pork beef and I was like no the kid doesn't need it you know chicken was I thought chicken was important as well not knowing it wasn't today I understand but I began to blog about in 2017 and Last year, I stumbled upon Khalid bin Al-Walid. Things just coming at me, like that's coming at me together. And then I began to read into dairy, hormonal, things like that. 
on the other side, I discovered this uh, page, you know, and I said, you know, if someone of such high, big influence can understand things at a different level, I can definitely alter my dietary lifestyle, which is possible. So, you know, the health, the uh, influence. And I, I told you, I said, let me try. I, I grew up in India with a cook. So I never really ever cooked in my life. We had food served to our, on the table always. I never really got into the kitchen to cook ever. When I had to live with her alone from 2017 is when I realized like to clean the meat, I, it was putting me off. To be honest, I was doing it because I thought it was important. I bought uh, mutton and just didn't cook properly. And I was like, like there was a weird aftertaste. So all these things were happening. No, I never realized it was bringing me to this point. So I don't think a very specific thing triggered it. But, but cumulatively, uh, I feel many darts came at me. And uh, I just one day said, let me give it a try. So what's, what's your favorite vegan food? Your favorite vegan dish? My favorite is cucumber and watermelon. That's it. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> How do you, you only eat cucumber and watermelon all day? No, and also cereal. Cereal, which one? The rainbow cereal. Oh, you know which one's mine fav- my favorite? The chocos one. I don't like the chocolate one. I love the chocolate one. But I also like the rainbow one. So which, which milk do you drink it in? Almond milk. Almond milk, do you like it? Every day I put cereal and then I drink with it. You don't get bored of it? No. <laughs> Why don't you tell them about the, like, we buy the dairy-free Nutella from Organic. You have a, I think it's in a mother nature. Sometimes I eat that and sometimes I eat cereal. What about the stir-fry? The rainbow stir-fry. Do you like mama's cooking? No. <laughs> Christine! <laughs> you have to say that. <laughs> she, has, she has vehemently <laughs> shaken shake her head no. You don't like the bakes and the pastas? Oh my goodness! No, we we her no her teacher. I craft lunch boxes, so her teachers have actually one said day, to me, you know. One day my teacher said that he, someone has a star lunch box, and I said it was papaya with shaped into a star. Yeah, so we we got acknowledged for it. I don't know what she's telling you here. Watermelon <laughs> you know and cucumber. <laughs> yeah, so we craft every day. I whenever as and when you know I have the cutters, so I do. Either do even our pancakes. We pancake. We do oat pancake every second day. Why not telling them about the oatmeal pancake? Pancakes. She's forgetting. I think I don't know. Do you get to eat ice cream, Christine? Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> well timed. <laughs> what was your breakfast like? Koki with ghee and parathas with ghee and papad and achar like. And my my family were like, "This is healthy. This is healthy. Eat it. Eat." But you know that there's a lot of there's a lot of like study that's coming around right now as well about like having those fats in the morning. You've heard of bullet coffee, right? No. You want to know what bullet coffee is? Sure. You want to tell me what bullet coffee is more than that? It's coffee with butter or ghee in the morning. Yeah, and they and they, that's what they drink. Yeah, that's what they drink in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean. I see why breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and if you eat good breakfast, you sometimes you just skip your lunch as well, which is a good thing, right? And then you just eat your dinner, and they're different. There's so many fat. Yeah, more generally, it's uh, I think it's also about your routines and what works for you, and and because you know, like one of the things that's really um, popular at the moment is intermittent fasting. A lot of I think that's do. what I do by default because yeah. I'm too lazy to cook. Um, so there's, there's a lot of different theories and, and things. Some things work for some people and they work for others and that's fine. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, I, you know, when we're, we're talking about kids, it's, a, it's such a different story as well because you're also talking about 
you know, their their growing up phase, obviously, and and we know from our parents as well how important that was in terms of our nutrition and what they were feeding us and all of that. But then also like in terms of going to school, right? And so uh, the kind of environment that there is there in terms of dealing with your breakfast and your lunch boxes. Although I do remember that lunch boxes were like what's what's in my friend's lunch box today, and you know. Yeah. uh you just go to school and share each other's lunch boxes i can't remember ever eating my lunch boxes someone else would eat it and i would always like someone else's mom's cooking <laughs> and they would like my mom's cooking more you know so we would just always exchange our lunch boxes and i remember <laughs> um i used to have this um catholic friend in school and she she would bring sausages and every time i would just look at them and i was really young right i was 6 or 5 and um Obviously, the kids five and six these days are much smarter than we as, were. As we saw, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I was, I would look at it and I was like, "What is this? This food I've never seen in my house. What is this fancy stuff this chick is eating? You know, it, it, it doesn't, it didn't smell that great, but it smelled nice." So one day, I just went up to her and I was like, "What are you eating?" And she's like, oh, "Sausages." And I knew my mom told me that we don't eat meat. Yeah. We don't, we don't eat animals. And I was like, oh, "Okay." And A sausage does not look like an animal, right. like somebody slaughtered an animal, right? It just looks like some fun stuff to eat. And I went and ate it, and oh my god, it was delicious, right? <laughs> and um, needless to say, got home, told my mom, "Hey, you know what happened today? I ate sausages for lunch." And she's like, "What the hell?" And she just blew her lid, and she's like, "I told you not to eat meat." And I'm like, "It did not look like an animal to me, you know." But I mean, it's great that because. You always want to eat stuff as a child, you know. You just look at colorful stuff. You just look at fancy stuff in other people's, other kids' lunch boxes, and you just want to eat it. And then, um, I think it's a good way for the kids, if the parenting is done right, for these kids to go and tell their friends, "Hey, by the way, I'm vegan, and this is what we do. You yeah. know, we don't eat animals, yeah. and you're eating an animal." And I think that's kind of uh, activism on a very little level. Hi, my name's Audrey. I'm 12. I'm from America. I live in Dubai. And um I was been vegetarian since I was 5. I went vegetarian because my teacher was vegetarian at the time. And I asked him why, and he said it's because of how they treat the animals. So I was looking into that, and I realized how bad it was. So then I became vegetarian. And then when I was 9, I went vegan because I realize how bad they treat the dairy cows in the dairy industry and it, it's terrible. My teachers um they don't necessarily support me but they do kind of. It's just at when we're at a field trip or something it's difficult to find any food and they're trying their best which is which is good. My friends think it's normal by now because I've been doing it for so long. So they just like, "Oh, okay, I'll make sure it's without this, this and this and this." So they know that already. and um it's a bit difficult cuz i had this one kid come up to me with beef jerky and he went are you afraid of me and i i was i was a bit taken aback cuz i didn't know how to react so i walked away anyone who hears our podcast knows that i'm very one dimensional with my tone and anyone who knows me personally also knows i'm very one dimensional with my expressions like it's always like happy yeah sad Yeah, you know. So I was like and there's a certain way you got to speak with children. 
you know, you gotta be like more baby. Like I can do that with cats. I can go home and like, oh, why Spadu? I missed you, but I can't do that with kids. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so I was like, how am I gonna speak? What if the child hates me? And I've always had this fear. I just feel like children don't like me. Hey, you got full on hugs from the kids. Yeah, very very happy hugs. So I think uh, I think it was it was a great episode. I had fun recording it. Yeah. It's good to know that the future of this world is in safe hands. And, well done, um, vegan parents. Yeah, well done, vegan parents. Hi, I'm Jennifer. I'm Audrey's mom. Um, when Audrey went vegetarian when she was five, I had never really thought about it before. I just grew up eating meat and just a normal American diet. But I decided to support her because she's right. She was 100% right. And then she, when she went vegan, I knew it was coming when she was nine because she's getting smarter and more questions were being asked and so we went vegan together because that was the right thing to do and it's frustrating when our other family members don't participate but they do support us it was quite difficult at first figuring out how to cook a whole different way but now we've kind of got the hang of it we eat lots of great food and we enjoy what we eat and we're really happy and healthy together I am really, really glad that parents out there are, you know, taking the step. They're realizing how important it is to raise vegan kids. And, uh, I mean, come on, at the end of the day, we're going to live another 50, 60 years. And then we're already screwing the planet for these future little babies. And, you know, it's it's just not fair. So may as well, um, you know, do some damage control right now. Yeah, it was fun, right? Like, I mean, it was interesting because I think the kids were a bit shy, as we would expect them to be. And I, I mean, you know, obviously, like we were, we were trying to like set this up, so we had to put a mic in their, in their face as well. And I think that that was, it could have been. I think it could have been a little daunting, perhaps. But it was nice. The kids, like, they they did open up though a little bit with time, and so it was nice also to have the parent, you know, in the room with us and also sharing bits and pieces so it was nice to get a little interruption from the kid suddenly the kid would be like no no no, that's not what it was like it was this and that and which is very cute <laughs> yeah. as well yeah because <laughs> when the when the kids start correcting the mothers you, you don't know. know anything i'll tell you uh, yeah i'm also happy to see that people who are conscious about um all of this stuff that we talk about all the time uh who are adopting this as a proper lifestyle um i mean alison even mentioned leather and stuff like that as, as being, you know, things that she's aware of. Yeah, outside food, yeah. Those things being inculcated at an early age is, is great. I mean, we ourselves, we've seen, despite coming from fairly vegetarian, animal-friendly backgrounds of sorts, um, even for us, there was a, an awakening to be done that happened more recently, right, in terms of just understanding the level at which cruelty has been has been taken and factory farming and all of this stuff. So it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice to see that, uh, you know, not only... Are you adopting the lifestyle, but then you're kind of looking at your family and saying, okay, well, I'm going to try and um, involve cruelty-free products in the household. And I'm going to explain to my kids that this is something I believe in, this is something we don't do. Oh my God, it's equally lovely to see the kids saying that and going as far as saying it to the teachers and being like, yeah, I tell my teacher that like, <laughs> you know, I'm vegan and that we shouldn't eat animals. Even the school curriculums and stuff are still talking about the same food pyramids and the meat and the and the dairy being so important. Yeah, the schools are still, still old school. Thank you so much to the parents and thank you to the kids for joining us and being a part of this and sharing all of their experiences with us. If you haven't subscribed to the show yet, you can do that by any podcast player. Just look for The Two Weekends. You can also find us on Instagram, Hate the Loves. 
when people follow her on Instagram. I love and Instagram. I love Instagram. Heart. Do reach out to us on Instagram. We do enjoy that and we do love hearing from you. If there are topics, if questions you guys have, like send them to us. We're happy to answer them. We're happy to talk about them as well. Um, and who knows? If your question is super interesting, if there are things you say that are super cool, we might even feature you on the show sometime. Until then, Ethel, take it away. Keep on keeping on. There we go. We'll see and you guys soon. keep raising vegan children. <laughs> Don't have a lot of them though. Be nice to the world. Be nice to animals. Hug your children. And send us questions. Ciao. You were a kid once. You grew up into a human being, you know that, right? Yes. I evolved myself. Otherwise, my parents would decide what needs to be done with me. You go to bed now. I'll dress you up now. This is what you'll wear. I was just to think, I was like a doll. Yeah, I think I'll just adopt. Give me a 10-year-old. Give me a 6-year-old. Give me a 12-year-old. So I just have six more years. I'll take the vegan 6-year-old. Oh, I'd love, I'll take her, man. Oh my god! Like she's already well trained. I'll just take yeah, her. Yeah, just, just, just take her. She knows what she has to say. She talks cutely. She she loves animals. Yeah. If ever I have kids, I'm going to listen, seeking parenting advice. <laughs>